Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry, with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Good luck with the most beautiful game. Do us proud. Red alert! They're up and running again. So sweet, splendid, succinct, just glorious execution. Guys, all I'm looking for is 60% effort, 4,000% of the time. How sharp was that? Sharp of mind and body. And that's why you see your beautiful tears. Look at his movements. The most dangerous man on the planet, nobody picks him up. Hello and welcome to Action Network's coverage of the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup presented by Bet365. Today, we are down to just the final two teams. Spain and England have advanced to the World Cup final. Spain beating Sweden 2-1 in dramatic fashion. England scoring twice late to beat Australia 3-1 to get here. I'm Anthony DeBundo, joined by Anna Witte. NWSL broadcaster and women's soccer expert and co-host of Wonder Goal with me, BJ Cunningham. Before we do get started, though, remember that today's show is presented by Bet365, the world's favorite sportsbook brand. Sign up with promo code ACTION and get Bet365's exclusive sign-up offer in New Jersey, Colorado, Ohio, Virginia, and Iowa. Bet $1 and get $200 in bet credits. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Anna, we're going to start with you. As you uh, picked when we did this pre-tournament video, you said that you thought that Spain and England were the two teams that you were going to pick to uh, win it all, not the United States and not France, like BJ and I were saying. And here we are. You know, we've made it to the final. Congrats. You know, a little little round of applause yeah, for you. Thank you. Uh, getting both finalists right. What were your impressions of Spain coming into this match and how they played against the Swedes? It was a very back and forth affair. What, what did you see in that one? Spain played the way that they wanted to play against Sweden. Their possession was top notch. They connected over 500 passes. So they were playing the way that they wanted to play. However, they had those 13 shots and were only able to get two goals. It's been the same story for Spain as they're there. They're in the final third. They're not just able to connect at the very end. And credit to Sweden and how they were able to stay in the game, stay very physical, to break up some passes centrally and for Spain to play wider and trying to get the ball 
in transition at Work for Spain. I think Salma Paraluelo is a good option off the bench. She gives that extra umph when Spain needs her the most. So I think it's been a great job by Spain to use their good pieces in the starting 11, but also save a few for the moments when Spain needs that extra lift. And I think that's what we're going to see in the final from Spain is they're still going to dominate possession over England, but they have little pieces all over the field that will take off. There's one player on the Spain side um, in Olga Carmona who had the final goal to get Spain the win, but she was excellent down the flank and she's going to continue to provide those services in. She's providing that support for the forwards down the left side of the field. So Spain has options all over the field, but I like how as this tournament goes on, they're getting their outside backs more involved in the attack. Yeah, Carmona, uh, her third shot of the match, the wonder strike from uh, 21 yards out to win it. Pretty amazing finish. Uh, and what was a final eight, 10 minutes that was just absolute chaos. I mean, it was nil-nil through the first 80 minutes. I was thinking, okay, extra time, here we come. And then, you know, Spain scores in the 81st, Sweden scores in the 88th, Spain responds less than two minutes later. So BJ, what were your takeaways from Spain? You know, I think we came into this tournament a little bit uncertain about them because of all the off the field stuff. But I, I think we were pretty clear by you know, the round of 16 quarterfinals that this team was going to be in the mix at the end and probably should have been the favorite to win it all. They are now a slight favorite. What do you make of Spain coming into this and kind of how they match up with, with the English? It's interesting, Anthony, because I agree with you. And Spain did a great job with their possession dominant style building out from the back, but there's these times throughout the match and Sweden kind of exposed it where Spain will just turn the ball over high and gave Sweden a couple big opportunities and Sweden converted one of them. So now they're going to go face England, who, again, really wasn't that impressive against Australia. They had a couple breaks go their way, a couple mistakes from the Australian back line. Sam Kerr hits a banger. But Spain and England have played once before in the Euros around, around 16. And it was a pretty even match. Spain dominated it for about the first hour of the match. They took eight of the first nine shots. And then England kind of swung the pendulum, got a goal late, scored an extra time, and ended up winning it 2-1. I'm very interested to see in this final of who controls more possession because England will get Lauren James back. But in that game, Spain controlled more possession. I'm expecting them to here in this final. But are they going to be able to build out of the back with great success? I'm not so sure about that because England is a relentless counter-pressing team and they come at you aggressively again and again. They don't really like to sit back. So this could have a chance to be a very chaotic back and forth type match. I'm sure it'll be very cagey to begin, you know, because it's obviously a World Cup final, nerves, everything like that. Teams might play a little conservative, but I mean, Spain, they have the best expected goal differential of anybody in this tournament. They've been incredibly impressive. England, time and time again, through each stage, hasn't, really dominated the expected goals battle. They've really just kind of been playing even for these teams and not necessarily getting lucky, but just converting their chances better than their opponents. So it'll be very interesting to see how this final kind of plays out. But I mean, it's very hard to pick a winner right now. I mean, I, I would lean towards Spain at this juncture. I think they've played much better than England, um, but England's just as talented as Spain. So it's going to be a very interesting final. Pro teams have millions to spend and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands. So you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat 
and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before we went into the quarterfinals preview, uh, I asked each of you uh, if you thought you were going to change your prediction. I stuck with my French, who went out on penalties. You both decided you were going to pick Spain uh, as the champion. Spain, you know, they had a couple moments where they blinked, right? Like they get the lead against the Netherlands, and then they blow it. They get the lead against Sweden, and they blow it. And they end up, you know, prevailing with a late goal in both matches. But are you concerned, Anna, at all about, you know, Spain's ability to hold a lead if they do get one? Because their defense, when they've been put under more pressure, has shown some cracks. And we saw, you know, with Japan a little bit in the group stage, uh, although that seemed more of a, of a fluke one-off than, than anything else. And then we've seen them, you know, struggle to hold these leads. Is that something that you maybe see England being able to fight its way back into a game, even if they go down early? Yes, I definitely see England being able to fight their way back if Spain goes up early and Spain has been struggling to either hold the lead or they go down early and they find them with themselves back in the game. That's why I like them having talented players on the pen, the bench to provide an extra boost and give the team that momentum going forward if they're finding themselves in either one of those spots. And England's a very physical side. They're going to continue to fight. And what they showed against Australia wasn't the most perfect England brand of soccer, but they proved that their attack can be really strong. Alicia Russo was so talented and Lauren Hemp probably had her best game of the world cup by just pressing on Australia's back line and really making the center backs have to communicate. So Spain has a pretty small back line. They're going to have to make sure that communication stays intact, but I think the Spain side, they will hold the majority of the possession. I still see Spain winning this one, two to one, three to two, but England's going to give them a really good fight. And they have Lauren James coming back into the fold as well. It'll be interesting to see how they use her because Ella Toon had a goal in the semifinal for England. And she's the one who came in for Lauren James. Lauren James has provided so much in the attack for England throughout the tournament that I expect her to start. But there's a lot of good, talented attackers for this England side that are pushing for starting roles or big impact positions. So I see Spain struggling on the defensive side of things. But once they do win the ball, I expect them to find their moments to get out and transition when they need to or hold on to the ball and possess it as much as they can. Yeah, it's important to note just how small the margins are in these tournaments, right? You're in a knockout situation. It's it's win or go home every match. And and over the course of a soccer match, there's going to be a lot of bounces and, and things that are, you know, down to a lot of variants that go one way or another. And so, you know, in the Dutch-Spain match, you know, the Dutch almost scored and had a great opportunity to finish right before Spain hits their game winner. And then in the England-Australia match, I mean, Sam Kerr, who, you know, we all agree is maybe the best striker in the world, 
gets a volley from inside the six yard box that she scores nine times out of 10 to tie that game. A minute later, England goes up three, one beautiful, no look reverse ball from, from hemp uh, to set up that goal. It was, it was probably one of the best passes of the tournament. That those tiny margins are the kind of things that decide these tournaments that, you know, maybe don't get at how good is England actually, how good is Spain actually. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you need a bounce or two to go your way. And, you know, like BJ and I have said, England have been good in this tournament, but they have not had the same level of dominance that Spain has. So that's why I'm a little surprised to see this as a true coin flip game. I am going with Spain. Uh, I think that they've been the best team in the tournament. I think that they have, uh, you know, the most depth, attacking depth. And I think that's going to be the key even though backing Spain in this situation, given their defense at times in this tournament has it's uh, has me a little scared because England certainly has been better, I think, defensively. But I'm going with the Spanish. BJ, your pick for the Women's World Cup final? I'll be picking Spain to win the World Cup. I think that they, I think we're going to see them score late, somewhere around stoppage time once again, because they just keep doing that every match after match after match. So let's do it one more time. Anna, you have uh, – BJ and I apparently have an anti-England bias all tournament, so you do not. <laughs> You've been more fair to them, and you picked this to be the final. So who is your pick? Is it still Spain? No, I'm still going with Spain. I agree. I'm, I'm not an anti-England, but I agree with you in the sense that I would love to see Spain get the result. With what's happening off the field, I would love to see it for the women that are playing on the field. But also, like you said, I think they played the most complete brand of soccer in these last six games. It's a long tournament, and I can't expect perfection from any team, but I think they've had probably the closest to it. So I'm going with Spain, um, especially with the possession and what they've been able to do in the attack of late. All three of us riding with the Spanish, uh, overcoming the the, the pre-tournament uh, off-the-field issues to lift their first uh, Women's World Cup. We will have a new winner, a first-time winner either okay. way. So that will be really cool. Sunday, 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 a.m. Pacific, uh, the Women's World Cup final. It's going to be very exciting. Thanks to Anna and BJ for joining me. Thanks to Bet365, our sponsor. Enjoy the match. And uh, vamos España. Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.